I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I know. I love podcasts. And I was like, I want to do a podcast. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we'll talk about vegan chicken and dumplings and Dragon Bowl and eat tofurkey ham. We did those things. Dave's yawning, so I'm just going to fill for a second. Sorry. Usually he jumps in now with some commentary on I'm... how I did the intro. So I was waiting for that. No, you did great. <laughs> I did? I'm going to stop doing that. Because I've listened to two episodes now, and I'm already sick of the fact that I do that. Oh, boy. What? I'm sorry to hear that. What? I feel like it's just a well-worn nut at that point. <laughs> Is it not? You've polished it to should the I sheen. Keep, should I keep making the same joke? You follow your gut, Dave Streepy. <laughs> All right. All right. How hey. are you? Hey, oh, how are you? I was going to ask hey. how you Hey. How are you? Ooh. How am I? I am still reeling. From the fact that our washer has come alive and started flinging things around the house like it's a ghost. Like Carrie? I think it's a poltergeist. Oh, okay. Yes. It, it, the spin cycle on our washer has begun, the, the, has become very aggressive. And uh, I've had a lot of laundry to do this week, or mm-hmm. we both have. And yesterday, it was flinging stuff off the top of the washer. Like yeah. anything lightweight was just flying off the like port what? like um the little attachment for the vacuum flew off that happened this morning again it uh, happened why yesterday. did you put it back on there when it happened last time i did i'm saying why did you oh, put it back on there I? if it was I if it was I've, identified as a flingable well i thought it was a fluke like maybe because of what was in there being unbalanced or something okay but then today it did it again and then it was so violent that um on a wall that it shares with our kitchen, it shook the wall enough that a large glass vase flew from a high shelf onto the floor, shattering everywhere. Yeah. It was dramatic. It was dramatic. It was a carafe. It was a carafe. Oh. Not a vase. Mandy, I'm sorry. I lied when I texted you. It was a carafe. Yeah. Why are you doing little love letters to your friends on a podcast? I love my friends. I... Yeah, I'm not arguing that you love your friends, but this <laughs> feels, I don't know. A little creaky? Feels a little creaky? No, it feels like it's just a Facebook wall. It's just a recorded Facebook wall where you're leaving notes for your friends. <laughs> and it shouldn't be that, you think? I, Yeah, I would. 
I would say it shouldn't be that. Okay. I won't do that anymore, everyone. Sorry, everybody. Everybody who's not Mandy. Except Mandy, who probably the other four people who listen to this. Does Mandy even listen to this? No. I think so. You don't even know. I'm not going to ask her. That seems very rude. But you're leaving, you're dropping little nuggets for her. Okay, I'm I'm done with the nuggets. Hey. Okay. So how are you doing? I'm good. So I'm still reeling from the fact that our washing machine apparently is flinging stuff around like Carrie. Our laundry like room is haunted. First the door and then Carrie the shelf. Carrie wasn't haunted. First the door and then the shelf and now this. Carrie wasn't haunted. Carrie was possessed. She was possessed. No, wait. She wasn't possessed. She just had an ability. That's not the same as being haunted. Okay. My point is, I'm very grateful that we have a washer and dryer, but at this moment, I'm pretty mad at them. Have you seen Carrie? Too scary. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't like to be scared. Yeah, we can watch it in the daytime, though. Should we watch it right after this? No, we got to watch Hackers. Oh, yes. Then we got to watch Tenet. I want to watch Tenet. I'm ready to get confused. Just take a big old gulp right in the mic. Mm. Just <laughs> I heard that from over here. <laughs> I'm thirsty today. So. So what? So our laundry room has got poltergeist in it and it's, it's very frightening. I don't. I like the telekinetic thing. Okay. Better than the poltergeists. Okay. The poltergeists seemed like they wouldn't be happy just doing that. It seems like it would be a bigger problem. Like, like they're coming constant. for us. Yeah. If it's a telekinetic thing, if our if our washing machine is telekinetic, then it's like, okay, it has that ability. Keep that in check. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to haunt us in our sleep or, you know. Yeah, ghosts, that's a bigger problem. That's true. That's true. And you, as someone who has been watching a lot of Freddy movies. There's no ghosts in Freddy. Isn't he? A, I guess he's not a ghost. Is Freddy a ghost? He's not a ghost, but he haunts their dreams. No, he lurks their dreams. He stalks their dreams. Yes. That's his world. I was thinking haunt, not like in the ghost sense, but like haunting. That's haunting. It's scary. It stays with you. What do you... The fear of, of another boss. a real loophole. Crap. <laughs> this is a... Your, you're litigating this. Am I? Retroactively liter- litigate, litigating it. What is this, litigate? <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have done this early. Hey, also, I dyed my hair today, so that was really fun. Looks great. Thank you. It has been a while. Yeah. What's the matter with your drink? Dave's eyeing his drink suspiciously. I put a tablet in. I was making sure the whole tablet had dissolved before I take a sip. Oh, do you want to talk about those tablets? That's an exciting experiment. Do we we're have doing. to? <laughs> no. Yeah, I we it is cold here and our house gets real dry and we're in our house all the time now. And when it gets cold, I become a mummy. My skin gets really dry, so I've been trying to come up with solutions to be better hydrated. Like, we keep a humidifier going most of the day, and that helps, but it's not great. Uh, Like, it doesn't help all the way, and so then I was like, oh, maybe get more hydrated, and so we drink a lot of water for sure, but then started trying these hydration powders, like... There were a couple of different companies, and the one that we land, I landed on was Noon, N-U-U-N. Yes. And they have a whole line of different electrolyte 
and vitamin and immunity and sport uh, tablets. So I just got a sampling of those and I'm trying them out. Today is tangerine lime. How is it? They shouldn't go like those tastes don't go together. Sure. Mix a citrus. So good. I make a it seems citrus. Seems like they cancel each other out. I make a citrus gin, or I used to when I was still. You make a citrus gin. Uh huh. That has tangerine infused, and lime. or like a cocktail that has gin and then a citrus infused. Okay. But it had tangerine and it had lime and it had grapefruit. When did you do this? I would have to look at the blog. I would say like 2014. Okay. Back. I in don't the, remember it. In the day. Yeah, you never drank liquor, so I never shared my infused boozes with you. But I was still, I lived in the house where they would have been. That's true. And it's not a big house, contrary to what we say on here. It's palatial, everyone. Yeah, no, it's, okay, it's not. <laughs> it has wings. It's small. A washer dryer. It's a cozy house. Haunted. I'm saying that if there's a product in this house, I am aware of it. It's not like there's some room that I don't go into. I feel like a lot of this podcast is you discovering that there were products in this house you didn't know about. Like what? Like that day That's of cheesecake. A really extreme characterization. <laughs> and I was the one reminding you that the day of cheesecake was in this house. No, yeah. I, the pumpkin cheesecake years and years and years ago. And you were like, but we lived together. Why did I not get any? This was on a previous episode when we were of talking about day of cheesecake. And I said that I'd had, uh-huh. I think it was the key lime. Okay. I haven't had the pumpkin. It was the key lime. It was years ago. We lived really hard to rely in the on same house. A smaller. We lived in a smaller place. We lived in our apartment at this time. I'm pretty sure. And you said you never got any. You had the day of cheesecake when we lived in an apartment together. I'm not in sure. 2005, latest that day of cheesecake even existed in yeah, 2005. Maybe, maybe it was early, early Caddington Oaks days. Mm. Acres. Acres. What's your point? The point is, sometimes there's food in the house that you don't eat or know about. It's not like I'm hiding it from you. It's just I don't dis- bring even each if, item in and display it and describe it to you. That's a little bit extreme. But even if that were true, <laughs> even if what you're saying was true, which I don't think it is, a cheesecake comes and goes. A bottle of gin, infused gin, first of all, is sizely. This- Second of all, where would it be? Where was it in the house? In the fridge, in a little in the fridge. So in the fridge. In a pint jar. How long? Uh, until I finished making cocktails with it, I'm sure. Ballpark. Year. A year. Six months. That I would spend, a, that I would ignore or forget something in our fridge for a year. That I would just not see it. I don't, I don't know what, what your end game is with this conversation. I'll look it up for you. Hold, please. Yeah, it had tangerine and lime and grapefruit. So it's from 2016. What did the container look like? Here. I made it in a, I used a, that might be even be a half pint. Oh. So it's just a jar. Yeah. I said it was in a pint jar. I didn't hear that part. You were busy razzing. No, I was busy trying to remember. I had a picture of the bottle. You used to have like bottles. Mm-hmm. And but, I was trying to remember that. Oh. This was just a pint jar. Okay. You probably just ignored it and thought, oh, it's one of Becky's weird things. That yeah, I ignore jars. Yeah. See, problem solved. All right. Do you have any news items for us this week? We're already on news? What about a review or a letter? We don't didn't get a letter? No letters and no reviews. No new reviews this week. I guess Y'all, we've stalled out. Friends. Listen. I just stopped doing this. Pause this podcast. In your Apple Podcast app, head on over and write us a review, and we'll read it on the pod. Do it right now. We'll wait. 
And thank you to the Should people we... who have already done it. You guys are amazing superstars and we love you so much. If you haven't done it, what's holding you back? Well, I don't review the podcast that I like. You if don't? If we're just being honest, do you? Yes. Uh, do not look at me like that. That helps them out. They mention that it helps them and so I do I understand it that. because I you love do that. them. You yes. listen to 4 billion podcasts and you have left a review for every single one. Not every single uh, one, but the ones that ask me to, I do. I reviewed the big ones. I have are you just going to name drop the ones that? Yeah. <laughs> I've reviewed the ones where they ask and say they need help, especially smaller podcasts that are getting started and need help getting the bump in the search results. I do it for them because I love podcasts. I want to support them. Do you have receipts? I don't know if I can look at my review history. Is there a way to do that? I don't know. You don't have to do it while we're recording. Are you sure? I would just be interested to see what reviews you leave and the 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 tone and, and nature of the reviews. I say things like, I love this podcast. And then in the body of the review, I say why I love it. Why don't you give some suggested copy points for reviews for Talking Tofu so that it will be easier for the casual listener who's not motivated to make a review. You could even put them in the show notes. <laughs> just a little review copy yeah. for people. Title, I love this podcast. Okay. Uh, review body, because you have to put something. You could just put some emojis, and we'd read those somehow on the podcast. But you could also put something like, this podcast is great. Becky and Dave are true geniuses, and I love them. We could go a little more specific, though. Like... You you do one. I'm gonna. That's what I was working on b- before you interrupted to tell me that I should do one. You could say, you know, I have a lot of fun listening to podcasts, but this one finally talked about bleh, and bleh would be a specific topic. You see what I'm saying? So then it goes from being just this generic, I like this thing, mm-hmm. to being a more specific, I like this thing that talks about bleh. But it's still generic because you don't have to do all the work. You just have to find your blue and put it in the blue hole. Should we give some blue examples? Let's give a few examples. Talking toe news. Haunted laundry room content. That's it. Yep. Checks mix. <laughs> Checks mix. Arguing. Do we argue? All the time. I don't see what we do as arguing. <laughs> Are we arguing? It's like lighthearted arguing. I describe our podcast as a food podcast that's mostly about arguing with each other. Wow, I never thought of us as a couple that argued. In a lighthearted Do we uh, argue? Is this arguing get everybody? <laughs> we really don't have a letter? Can we call somebody? Yes. I don't know how we would get their audio on the Why not? We just hold it up to the mic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, you do that. Hold on, I'm working on it. Who are you calling? We'll find out. Hello. Hey, Merle. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. You're live on Talking Tofu. And oh, my God. What? Oh, my oh. God. Hey. <laughs> um, just wanted, you know, we don't have a letter or a review to read, so just wanted to give you the chance to, to give us a letter or a review uh, right now. Right now. Right now. Just okay. on the spot. Cool. No big deal. Except I feel like we we've covered the the checks mix angle. At there's there's no there's no too much to that. So if that's what you want to bring, bring it. This is your show. 
I will say I did just eat an entire container of that simple truth French onion dip last night with ruffles. Oh, <laughs> man, with the ruffles. I love that. Oh, you rule. I did not eat a whole bag of ruffles. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I took about half a bag of ruffles to get through the entire dip. <laughs> That's good to know and important information for our other gosh, listeners. You must be like a piece of jerky today after all that salt. <laughs> Oh my gosh, a little bit, a okay. little bit. <laughs> okay, well, I hope this recorded because I really just held you up to the mic. You did great, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Okay. All right, bye. Good. Have a great rest of your episode. Thanks, you too. Bye. <laughs> you too. All right. Thanks, Merle. Thanks for your letter and your review. Yeah, thank you for your spontaneous letter yeah. and review. We appreciate <laughs> so it. So that's what will happen if we don't get reviews. <laughs> we'll just call people who we'll like us. phone a friend. That we know like us. <laughs> or and, just a rando in, in that our we contacts. hope like us. Yeah, a rando in our contact. Sure, I've got random people. Like I have, like right. But I said people that we know like us. Do you oh. have people that you aren't sure like you in your contacts? Like El Mariachi's in my phone. I could call them. We could call them. <laughs> That's a great idea. Right now on the spot. No, we've already done that. We've already talking toe news. All right, uh, it's time for an, another episode of. Talking Toe News, um, this week's news is, I'm reading this off of Plant-Based News. Uh, this is from January 8th, 2021. So pretty recent for us, pretty old news for you. Uh, Papa John's launches vegan stuffed crust pizza and, quote, chicken bites. In the UK. What? Really? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Because they get everything good. Papa John's is... Oh, be, sign up for the newsletter. Nope. Papa John. Okay, this was this is an article on plant-based... I already said that. Uh, by Maria Chirondo. I'm sorry, I'm spelling that wrong. I feel like I should give props because I basically read these things verbatim. <laughs> right? I think that's great. Okay, uh, I'm sorry, Maria. Good. I got your last name wrong. This is from Plant-Based <laughs> News. Dave, from January eighth. Hey Dave. And Dave, Papa John's is this? adding some major new vegan items to its menu this veganuary. The pizza chain will launch vegan cheese stuff, crust pizza, and plant-based chicken bites. It will also release a new pizza called the Alice Thai, created by Paralympic gold medalist swimmer Alice Thai. Uh, it features a thin crust topped with vegan cheese, sausage, chestnut mushrooms, tomatoes, sweet corn, onions, and black Herrera olives. It will be available on sizes medium to XXL, and diners can add it to any pizza, vegan pizza option from January 18th. Now, I'm I'm no fan of the Papa John. I was about to say this makes me feel torn because I, I too, am no fan of the Papa John. I was just trying to look up why because I don't re- even remember now. I just remember that he's awful. There's a lot of reasons why. Okay. But uh, and I, you don't want to confuse it with Jimmy John, who is awful for different reasons. Yeah. But, That's easier to avoid because Jimmy John's isn't bringing in all this food I want to eat. Right, but there is good pickles there. But I think that's – I mean McDonald's – if McDonald's launched a vegan burger, it would be – and Impossible Whopper is a great example. Burger King's no saint. It's not like they're a great company. Like they make – these big fast food companies all make terrible contributions, you know? But then they also do good things and they have a big footprint and the good things get a lot of reach because of the big footprint of it too. So it's like holding both truths in your hand of celebrating that good thing, but also still acknowledging the larger bad container of it, you know? Yeah. I have a hard time holding those things in my mind at the same time. I always have had that problem. Right. So since like 
as long as I can remember. Adolescence, I guess. Right. Anytime a company does something that makes me mad, I'm like, I'm done with you, company. But then it's true. You end up done with all the companies. Right. Yeah. I think it's just a constant thing, though. You're never on one side or the other of that tunnel. You're just in it. That's You're in it with every decision that you make and every purchase that you make. And if it weighs heavily enough on your conscience to participate in this one thing, hopefully, I mean, personally, try to balance that with some action on the other side of things, you know, like some contribution or participation on the other side of things. But I think it's also worth, like, if that get, if that gets more vegan pizzas in more people's homes. That's true. That's good. That's true. And one less on, dairy cheese pizzas. Right. Great. And on, like... Looking at that as the total sum of it, that's good. It's not the total sum of it. Yeah. But that is an inarguable outcome, you know? Yeah. I guess you just have to kind of look at where your priorities are. So tell me, is it just for Veganuary or are they doing this? Is it they added it because of Veganuary, but it's going to be there? I'm I'm sorry. I was looking up um, Papa John's and what he did (laughs) to to try to remember and i missed <laughs> what you were saying wow well sorry the third comment on this article is just to be clear this is only in the uk <laughs> oh no i didn't even know there was papa john's in the uk uh, <laughs> i don't know why i've got a feeling that plant-based news is a uk <laughs> well but i also feel like all of these big chains are looking at the u.s market and are like seeing I mean, I'm imagining that they're doing research and they're seeing that there's not a market for it here or that there's more of a market for it there. And it's surprising to me that it would be that way. Like, it seems to me like if it was going to be effective in one place, it would also be popular in another. There's got to be some reason that it's not that way. Yeah. Or like regionally in the U.S. even. Like, I could see them only rolling it out like in the Northwest or something. Right. But like to just not have it at all. It's, I don't know. It's, it confuses me. Yeah. Uh, they, I'm on their website now. They have a section of their menu called handcrafted meatless specialties, but they just make up for it with more cheese. Good news. This is a UK based podcast. Clearly. This well, at least I don't there. have to struggle with like the moral dilemma. <laughs> no, I think instead we'll just, it'll be like having a fake argument in the shower. Like you'll still struggle with it of what you would do. In what that would sense. I have Right, done? right, exactly. <laughs> still, if you're like me, you'd still beat yourself up over that. I would the, have fully wanted to order that. that you that will pizza. never make, but would make. Yeah. I guess I'll drown my sorrows in the leftover mellow mushroom that we literally ate last night. Yeah. Yeah. There's six more pieces of that. There's so much. Talk about it. Taco about it. Taco about oh. it. We've talked about Mellow Mushroom before, but Mellow Mushroom All right, forget it <laughs> makes a great vegan pizza. And if you order on the app, they have a vegan section. So you don't even have to do any of the work. You can just click vegan pizza and get, get one sent to you. And there's salads too. If you go in the vegan section and order a salad, it only gives you like the vegan dressing options. It already removes any dairy products from it. It's great. It is good. Makes it so But easy. we built our own pizza and we haven't talked about that. Oh, yeah. Dave's got a new favorite pizza combo. I think I am with you on this. It's a great pizza. Go. Jalapeno, mm-hmm. portobello, spinach. Yes. 
I would like to add pineapple to that. I think that would be a great addition, but I'm fine with it as is too. It's really good. I love pineapple on a pizza. I just don't think pineapple is a universal pizza. It reminded me of the stand when you did that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we, watched, I leaned- we watched the stand, the first episode of the stand miniseries last night. And Becky retched at one point to the point where I was very worried. She went, Ugh! I did. I thought I was going to throw up on your couch. I'm really sorry. It was awful. There was a, the beginning of the stand. I should have just watched with my eyes closed. Listen to. This was like 40 minutes in. Was it? Yeah. But the whole beginning, just a lot of really gross Corpses. Stuff. A lot of corpses. Corpses. Corpses, but also like fluids. Right. The fluids is, really get me. The thing with the flu and the stand is that it gives you kind of like a bullfrog couch under your chin. That wasn't what got me. the collected fluids. And those collected flu, like those pouches get cut a couple of times. That was what got that you. That was, was what when got, it got me. Cut. But it's right. not just seeing the Right, no. Bloating. I was, le- I was oh. winding up to the fact that it was pierced and fluid came out of it. I truly thought was I was going to vomit. Yeah. It was pretty bad. I've been watching a lot of Freddie and Jason. And so this was pretty tame <laughs> compared to that. Yeah, I just don't love gore. Yesterday I watched yes. Freddy versus Jason. That was like the the what it's all been leading towards for me was <laughs> seeing the showdown. Uh, it was pretty gross. Super gross. Is this still talking toe news? Ugh. Do I need to do 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 to end it? I was just checking, just checking in. <laughs> you know who's in Freddy versus Jason? No. Rachel from Undeclared. She has blonde hair. She Marshall has the crush on her. Oh, really? Yeah. She's the main character. Whoa. Yeah. Now I want to watch Undeclared right after this. You don't want to watch Freddy vs. Jason? No. Whoever wins, we lose. No, wait, that's Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> I gotta watch that too. You have a lot on your plate. I like I like I like to watch I like to watch that. <laughs> no, I already did that. Oh, okay. We're doing another segment? Hold on. Let me pull up another story. No, we're going to do what we ate this week. I'm going to pull up another story. No, don't do that. You don't want to burn through stories. That's the thing about news. It keeps happening. You got so mad at me um, in a few episodes ago because I burned a story. You did burn a story. About I was mad. Dominoes? I forget. Candy brand Mars has introduced a vegan version of its topic and bounty candy bars in the UK. All right. That's talking toe news. So this week, Dave asked if I would make chicken and dumplings, and I've made them. How did that come up? How did that come up? I think we talked about it at game night. Mm, yes, it did come up at game night. And we were trying to think about how the stew part goes in chicken and dumpling. I was trying to figure out if, if it was shredded. Yes, chicken. it is shredded. Yeah. I was unable to shred the chicken that we had in the house because it was strips and yeah. they were just very unwieldy. So I chop, I just chopped them up kind of. Can you even get that texture? I don't know. I couldn't with this particular I just don't think it's strip. a fair expectation. Yeah, it might not be. I tried. It kept like... I had my two forks. I was doing a shredding motion and the, the, the tenders just kept like flying away from me. And finally I was like, I'm just going to cut these up. Mm. Um, yeah. 
it was great and very easy. I used um, chickenless broth cubes, but you could use any like vegan chicken broth. I would definitely though not use just a straight vegetable broth. I'd use a vegan chicken broth because it'll bring some of those flavors you expect to the mix. You know, I think a vegetable broth would be good, but I don't think it would give you like old school chicken and dumpling mm-hmm. vibes. Okay. And then it's really easy. I just fried up like some garlic and onion and then added the broth and the chicken and let it simmer for a little bit and then dropped in the dumpling dough. The dumpling dough though, I mixed it up and the kid came in and he was hungry and dinner was going to be late because I was moving slowly. And um, he asked to lick the bowl of dumpling dough. I used to be into that sort of thing when I was a kid. Did you? I mean, cookie dough I get. and I used to eat the biscuit dough. He, like from the can. He was eating the – oh, I did too. It was It's good. not healthy. No, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but he licked the bowl and he said it was the best dough he's ever eaten, which is wild because he's eaten like the dough of cookies and brownies and cakes. Dough of cookies? Yes. Like a dough fantasy. of cookies. I have newt. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dropped in that dumpling dough and then – and then it was time to eat. It was awesome. You can also, though, I read a recipe or, excuse me, I saw a recipe where instead of making the dumpling dough from scratch, if you're feeling lazy, you can use tinned biscuit mm-hmm. dough, Yep. cut it up and drop that in and that it'll work too. And I, I feel like that's that. what you did before. I have done that before, yeah. long ago. And okay. then you just add we, a little bit of cream. We are old. I used some of your coffee creamer. <gasps> Sorry. Okay. And um, shout out to Calafia Farms. Hey, it's good. It is good. I bought it in bulk. I did a TikTok just video a about how you use it in your coffee. Shelf stable. Just bought a six carton thing of it. Just keep it under the table. It's smart. It is smart. It's thrifty too. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Smart and thrifty. So good. We're working on that grocery budget. What's my motto? Yeah. What did you think? I didn't get a ton of feedback from you. The kid loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was a little overseasoned, maybe. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I did season it a ton. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wondered. I thought it was a little too salty. Yeah. That's what I meant. I would back off on the salt. That I was heard... my diplomatic way of saying. Yeah, I thought it was salty too. I did the broth cubes and then also added salt oh, on top boy. of broth it. Is, broth cubes are so salty. Yeah. <laughs> I I think... Yeah, and I normally don't oversalt things. I tend to, if anything, like undersalt. And I don't know. I just went for it, and it was I went too far. And then you put half a bag of ruffles in it. Yep. I, I found myself wondering, like, wanting more ingredients from it. But then I was like, you just want to stew. And I think the thing I was reacting to was that it tasted like that corn stew, that corn chowder. Mm-hmm. Like it was seasoned the same way as that corn chowder. And so it got me thinking about like a stew, yeah, like a multi-ingredient thing, which is not, that's not chicken and dumplings. Chicken and dumplings is chicken and dumplings. You put more stuff in that, it's chicken soup. Yeah. I did put carrots in there right. and onion, but that was it. Yeah. I wanted to keep it. You'd normally do celery, but there's a celery hater in this house. And so I didn't. So we don't ever Should've have celery. celery. We didn't have any. Oh, well. <laughs> but we didn't have any because there's right. a celery hater in the house. Uh, but I also, when I was making it, thought I should throw some spinach in here mm. and then didn't because I wanted to keep it yeah. like traditional. But then at when we were eating it, I was like, man, I wish there was some spinach in here. I wish we had good stuff to dip in soup. I don't mean bread. 
like Texas toast. I guess I mean bread, but but you mean not like sliced bread. You I mean something know. better, like yeah. baguette or like garlic rolls. Yeah. <laughs> Is that? Should I take off my beret? <laughs> you lit a cigarette. <laughs> it's in a long holder. Uh, you look like Judy from Doug. My striped shirt. <laughs> Wait, does Judy have a striped shirt? If she's being fronch, then she definitely. Does. But no, I just mean like she's the theater kid. Yeah, with she's the got beret the, the tilted and bray. the sunglasses. I'm pretty I think it's sure, a purple shirt. But purple sh- sh- your striped shirt. I'm purple shirt. Let's see who wins the family today. Purple shirt. Ah! I really envisioned a striped shirt. I'm like Doug right now, and you're like pork chop. I'm a real pork chop. No, no. you're like Mr. Dink. <gasps> Am not. What Mr. Dink rules? I'm Mr. Dink every other day of the week. Are you? L- Look at me. Look at my habits. Look at my activities. I'm Mr. Dane. <laughs> Who would you be? Skeeter? Really? No, I'm not a Skeeter. I wish. Maybe you are like pork chop because you're always getting into something. <laughs> like, what am I getting into? I don't know. You always got some pro. You rearranged this entire room yesterday. Oh, that yeah. seems like what a pork chop thing would like. Pork chop does things in the background while Doug is doing like the primary action of the thing. Like, can we talk about my rearranged office for a minute? Because it's so exciting. Do we have time? Sure. We, it's our podcast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is the opposite of everything you ever say about this podcast. Well, since last week's episode oh God, clocked in up. at a tight 86 minutes, it feels like. Well, that's because Kadri's good. and She is good. She deserves the time. Thank you for coming on, Kadri. Yeah. It was oh, such a joy. Yeah. What She does listen, and it's nice to thank people saying thank you. I feel like we thanked her in that episode, though. I'm sure We're we did. We're just going to make a meal out of Thank the fact that we had a guest for multiple episodes. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, now, I'm you- going to come out of this feeling like seeming like a jerk. Anyway. Because I'm putting a lid on praise for Kadri. So I, I want to lift the lid back up and praise Kadri. Thank you for coming on, Kadri. It was a lot of fun. What a joy. I had Kadri um, send me links to the stuff that we talked about, like those um, hair cutting scissors and stuff so that I could put them in the show notes. And I added every single item to my Amazon cart. Oh. <laughs> and then I looked at my Amazon cart and it was very, very expensive because it already had a couple of other like items in there that I'd been looking at. And so I bought nothing. But for one moment, I almost dropped like $80 <laughs> on random items. She got me really excited. Her hair looked so good. It did look good. Anyway, I rearranged my office, everyone. It looks so good. It looks all tidy and clean, and it has a nice little area for us to record in now that's by a window so that we can peer out at the neighbors and be creepy. It is a I'm real delight. I'm looking out that window right now. I Yep, me too. What do you see? Truly, all I see is the, the front porch and then the plant that's next to the front porch. Is it alive? It obscures my vision. Yeah. Those are their bushes. Plant? The bushes. The bushes? Are they vines? No, they're bushes. I see a John Ossoff sign. You just acted like I said something wild. Okay, are we are we going to talk some more about chicken and dumplings, or should we go on to go on to? What more needs to be said? Did you like it? I loved it. Okay. I, I did kind of want to add stuff to it, but I feel like doing that. So it's a stew. Make a stew. Make a stew tonight. A stew tonight with corn chowder with dumplings. Uh, okay. No dumplings. Let's do a stew. Let's not consult the kid at all. Like we'll just spring it on him. Oh, also, that was what I wanted to say. Our child hates soups and stews. Anytime 
that it, even the Instant Pot is on, he looks at me suspiciously and says, what are we eating? And I made this chicken and dumplings and he said, no stew. I don't want it. And I said, well, that's what's for dinner. And he ate the dumpling dough and kind of won him over a little bit. Uh-huh. And then I, he loved it though. Yeah. Even though he hates stew. He it's said he hated if- pizza yesterday. And what he meant was he hated olives on pizza. Yeah. So you have this, I don't, I believe him. Yes. You believe him unchecked, unquestioned as if his, he is an adult. Even if an adult said that it would bear out some questioning, like, what don't you like about it? Let's talk about it. And you're just like, he just hates pizza. You came into me and we're like, he said no pizza. It's true. It's just that he acts that so- he would even have a, a say in it. He said no pizza. He, I, I can talk to him like an adult like so much of the time that sometimes I forget that he's a small child. <laughs> Should we talk about takeout? I guess. Like, I'm talking takeout. Yes, I am. I'm talking takeout. Don't eat ham. I'm talking takeout. Don't like yams. Everybody's talking takeout. Dave surprised me. I said, what should we make for dinner? And Dave said, want to order Dragon Bowl? And I screamed because it has been so long and I love Dragon Bowl. Do you want to talk about what Dragon Bowl is? Why don't you talk about what Dragon Bowl is? Why so don't you Dragon Ball used to be its own restaurant, but I feel like now it's... I guess, no, it, was, it started out as part of Doc Shays. Then it spun out into its own yes. restaurant and now it's back to being I on the Doc Shays. it's its own thing now. Okay. Dragon Ball was always part of Doc Shays' menu. Yes. I feel like it's... And it broke out to its own thing, but stayed on Doc Shays' menu. Oh. And went back to being on Doc Shay's menu, but I think it's still spun out to its own thing. Okay. We did a great job talking about what Dragon Bowl is. Uh, Doc Shay's is a noodle place here in Atlanta. It has like It's a local chain with like multiple locations around town. That's what a local chain is. And Dragon Bowl is a build-your-own bowl situation, and they just have really great options. So you can choose rice or noodles or this like – kale cabbage salad as your base and then you can add your protein they have a really great grilled tofu that you can do it's real good it's so good and then um just all kinds of great veggies and then the toppings they have i get both kinds of pickles on mine always there's a sweet pickle and a kimchi pickle i got the kimchi for the first time aren't they so good it was very good they're like a sweet and spicy pickle Mm -hmm. and then i think the sweet pickles they taste a lot like the kimchi pickle just without the heat. Yeah, sweet pickles is great. Sweet pickles is great. So I wrote down what I got in mine. Do you remember what you got in yours? Yes, of course I do. Okay, you do your bowl first. All right, well, I've I got the a ramen noodle base. I got the grilled tofu on it. I got broccoli. I got carrots. I got beets. I got sweet pickles. I got kimchi pickles. I got no sauce. And I ate the entire thing all in one sitting. And I got the kale salad base, which I always get. It's so good. Um, broccoli. They're crispy Brussels sprouts, which are an absolute dream. It's 50 cents extra for the Brussels sprouts, but so worth it. Roasted beef. Is it 50 cents extra or did you just get it as the extra? Okay. It's 50 cents extra even if you use it as one of your base vegetables. And then if you want even more of it, it's $3 instead of $2.50. Um, I got the beets, tofu, 
sweet pickles and kimchi pickles. And then usually, I don't know, I like to mix it up with sauces, but this time I got the tahini miso and I think that's my new fave. It was really good on this combo. Mm. Did I say sweet potato? Oh, I didn't get sweet potato. I got beets instead this time. Oh, sprouts? They had sprouts? Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was just shorthanding. Yeah. Since I figured yeah, I'd be you reading. you really save a lot of time. Yes. Time and space, ink, yeah. a lot of things. Um, Yeah. So Dave ate his all in one sitting. I love with leftovers or with leftovers, with takeout, since the portions tend to be big anyway, I usually split it in half so that I can have leftovers for lunch the next day because I love a I love leftover takeout. I feel like it's its own thing. You tried to eat it late night that night. Yes, Dave stopped me. I'm so glad you did. Yeah, I didn't stop you. No, I but, cautioned against it. Yeah, which stopped me. Yeah, your but you made it was, sound like I was like, no. He tackled me to the ground. I was like, no. And you were right, though. You made a good case. And What was my case? Your case was you're going to be mad at yourself tomorrow if you do this now. And you were right. I would have been mad at myself because I got to eat those leftovers for lunch and it was so good. My point was it was late at night. You were hungry. You wanted a munch. Yes, I wanted a late night munch. And I think that that, and that sounded so good. It did sound good, but my point was your point. make yourself a snack. It's going to scratch the same itch for you. It did. And that wouldn't be true. If you had made that snack instead of lunch the next day, it wouldn't have felt good. Like you wouldn't have gotten the most out of the bowl. Yeah, I agree. I ended up having garlic olives and wasabi almonds, and it was great. That's what I call half crunch. <laughs> I have uh, misophonia. So our, our, I'm explaining to the listener. Wow. Singular listener. Uh, explaining this to Merle, who is going to tune in and listen all the way through to hear her live letter. So we typically watch TV at the end of the night. We typically have a snack. Sometimes the snack is crunchy. So there's like the Chex Mix <laughs> or like Doritos or something like that. And I can't hear anything but that when when it's being eaten. Uh, the only time that I can is if I'm eating it as well, which sounds <laughs> hypocritical. But then it's like, well, I'm hearing my own crunching, which is a predictable, like I know I'm going to do it, you know. But when it's not me, I, that's all I hear is the crunching. So there's that level of crunch. And then there's like, you eat like dried apricots or something like that or olives or whatever. That's no crunch. That's yeah. zero crunch. That's like smooth sailing. I can hear the, the show and focus on that. But then almonds sometimes come into that mix and they add a little half crunch. They're a half crunch? Yeah. Yeah, because they're not as crunchy as a Dorito. They're not as crunchy. But I think the thing is I have like a radar that if it hears a crunch, it's just going to zero in on that crunch. Oh, boy. So, yeah. You want to eat something new? It was the holidays and we were getting a roast for Christmas Eve or for our Christmas Day dinner. We were doing some shopping and I saw an option for a tofurkey ham, which I think we talked about on a Talking Toe News that their tofurkey ham had broken some record, like it increased their sales around Easter. Yeah, we did talk about that yeah. previously. We had never tried it. So I saw that the ham was an option. We got it with the thinking that, okay, we'll do a New Year's dinner as well. We'll have the ham for New Year's. And so that's what we did. Yeah, so we had this in the freezer. We were all very excited about it. Um, I haven't had 
a vegan ham uh, ever, I don't think. And on New Year's Eve, I pulled it out. I cooked it according to package directions. Mm -hmm. Well, what do we have it with? Let's. Oh, my word. We had it with Hop and John. We had, no, Hop and John, we had the next day. Oh, yeah. We had it with corn pudding, mashed mashed potatoes, potatoes, creamed kale. And then I think that was it. That might have been it. It was a lot. Why? It was a lot of food. I know, but it felt like a huge feast. We really chowed down. We really did. Yeah. It lasted for several meals. a real chow down. Yeah. What did you think about the ham? Well. Should we mention the the outrage? It was $15. $15 and half the size of that, of the roast we had for Christmas. It was the size of two fists next to each other. I'm holding up two fists to demonstrate and Becky is confirming. Yeah, Dave does not exaggerate. It is the size of two. And I'm not a I'm not a meaty man either. Like I'm lanky and and my hands are not huge. So when it's, I make fists, they're smaller than they would be if they were spread out, obviously. But yeah. it was like half the size of what you would expect. Mm-hmm. It was very small and I can't stress this enough, $15. Yeah. Like <laughs> outrageous. Yeah. Even before we ever made it, the topic of how much it costs versus its size uh, was a hot topic around our house. Speaking of hands, did you know that if your hand is is always the same like height as your face? Did is you know this? That? I do this and then you yeah, hit it. Yeah, and then I hit it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Did you fall for it? Because we're in fourth grade. <laughs> not in fourth grade. Fifth grade. I'm a grown up. You are a grown up. I'm an adult. So price-wise ridiculous yeah or we got gouged i good. don't know but I thought no i mean we got whole foods but yeah we we also bought a roast from whole foods and that was six dollars yeah so, our christmas roast was the whole foods brand twice the size yeah the tofurkey roast might have been eight dollars the ham no if we had gotten a tofurkey tof, turkey roast oh okay I'm just trying to put into context like yeah, how much marked up the ham was. Yeah, it was wild. Maybe it's because of the supply problem they're having, but it, it was ridiculous. I don't know. I'm going to order it right now. We'll see. Really? It I'm not going to buy it. Oh, you're just going to look gonna, it up. Yeah. So I prepared it according to package directions. It comes with a glaze that I enjoyed very much. And I have notes on my phone that I'm going to reference now. Yes, I wrote in my notes, good, but dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. It did. T- it tasted like a veggie dog to me, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. It was just a thing that I noticed. Um, I really loved the glaze. I thought the glaze was really nice. I'm trying to think of what flavor the glaze was. <laughs> well, it was like a maple. Oh, yeah, it was like a maple glaze. Yeah. And that was really good, too. I would eat it again if we could find it for half the price yeah i did again i the thing i give them props for was the casing the casing was on point i mean the whole thing tasted good tasted fine the price was the only real ding but the casing was like next level of like that skin rind what like is the right word for it but no but it wasn't crusty that's the thing it wasn't bready and it didn't break up it was a little bit gummy it was like what a ham has, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that combined with the seasoning, the seasoning was on point for make it. I feel like when there's an attempt at 
pork in particular, they overseason. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean salty. Like it's very, they make it real salty, even with uh, vegan bacon and stuff. They just make it super salty because it's like pork salty, right? And it's like, yeah, but it's also all these other things. And I think this ham was all of the other things, mm-hmm. you know, texture was a little weird. Felt like it was a little tough, like inside. Yeah. It was hard to make slices out of, you know? Oh, I I enjoyed the texture. Oh, I, I thought the texture outside was a little tough, but like you were saying, it's kind of like what a ham would right. be like. My, I do have one other complaint, which is not about the flavor or the texture, but it comes, it com- <laughs> it comes wrapped in plastic and before you cook it, you remove the plastic, but it also, the outside is stamped with a bumpy texture, just like uh, an animal ham would have that you know the bumpy outside mm-hmm. yep and the plastic was like in the little nooks of the mm. bump it took me so long and i had just painted my nails and i ruined my nails mm. getting that plastic off it was there should be an easier way to unpackage it or mm. maybe there is and i couldn't figure it out but i i turned also it was frozen so handling it wasn't super fun you know my if right. your fingers start to hurt it unwrapping it was a huge pain. Do you think that it loses its form quickly if it's not super pressed into that plastic mold? Yeah. And that that's why probably Maybe. for because of the tofurkey roast, like the t- turkey one, is just a ball, mm-hmm. basically. Like it's not trying to look like, whereas this was trying to look like a ham, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, maybe it was to help it hold its shape until it was frozen and that yeah. could be cooked. Whatever the purpose. But it, it should have one of those little pole things that makes it go. Ksh. Yeah. That's what I, I. I did a little clamshell thing with my um, not huge hands when I did that. Like, you know how you pull like a tab of plastic and then that makes the, the plastic wrapping come apart into halves. Yeah. I feel like the packaging needs a little work. And for the price, it should have been twice the size. Yeah. But taste texture wise and taste wise. Nailed it. Nailed so it. Good. I wish it was more sliceable. It was hard to make sandwiches the next day. Oh, yeah. And we had to be like, now save a little bit for sandwiches the next day, which I think speaks to the size of it. Yeah. Like we had to consciously set some aside, whereas we all wanted to eat it all yeah. that night. We all wanted seconds and we were like, we can't because we want leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> Even as part of that huge feast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I wish it were bigger, which I think speaks to how good it was. So if you can find it for a reasonable price, first of all, tell us where. And then yeah. second of all, get it. So one to ten ruffles. What do you give Tofurky ham? Gosh, if it were just on the eating it experience, I might give it nine or ten ruffles. Mm. But because of the cooking experience. Mm-hmm. I can't stress like thinking back to how frustrating it was to open. Like that mm-hmm. really, my fingers were hurting. It, all my nail polish was chipping off from like trying to pry this plastic off. Yeah. <laughs> but cause I didn't want to cook plastic and feed it to you guys. And you know, like it was coming off in little strips. So I had to examine every square inch. Luckily it was tiny. So it was easy to do. But anyway, the value, I think that and the frustration of the packaging I'm going to give it seven ruffles. Wow. Seven ruffles. Six ruffles. Whoa. Wow. Six and a half ruffles. Six and a half ruffles. What about you? I would, I thought the flavor was great. 
the plate was great. If I'm paying $15 for this and let's say 15 divided by three people eating it, $5 for my portion of it, I want that cooked and served to me. Like that is a lot to pay for something that size that you then have to go through all of this work to make, you know, but I'm not the one who made it. So I'm a witness to, to that inconvenience, but not, I don't, bur- I don't shoulder the burden of it. You did have to hear me shouting from the kitchen about how my nails were getting. <laughs> right. Well, I think that too. I mean, we could offline about that. That's, that's just a, you did your nails and then you got in the kitchen. Well, but I could make a garden roast with freshly painted nails. They sound like they Can were you? still wet. They were, I'd painted them like hours earlier. Okay. Okay. You made it sound like you painted your nails and walked into the kitchen and peeled a, a ham and were like, what happened to my nails? No, I had painted them like that morning or maybe even like the, the night before. Okay. It was hours okay. later at least. Like they were dry right. and it was just, I had just, but it was right. new and it was chipping off and making me upset. Gotcha. Anyway. Anyway. Eight ruffles. Eight ruffles. Yeah. Six and a half. I'm shocked. Really? I'm shocked. I'm very upset about the price. I, I think tell. if it had been more reasonably priced, I wouldn't be giving it nine ruffles. Right. But I was pretty upset about not being able to have seconds. Right. But I think heart. it's, to me, it's a treat yourself. All right, seven ruffles. Your score is your score. I'm not trying to talk you out of your score. I'm surprised by it, but I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm going to stand by my six and a half ruffles. Okay. There are literally Wild. no consequences. Wild. Wild. <laughs> Eight ruffles for me. Locked at eight ruffles. Y'all, have you had this tofurkey ham? Tell us if it was as exorbitantly expensive and what you thought because I'm interested. Yeah, just call in. Mm-hmm. Or, or we'll call you. Apparently. Or send us a, a letter. Email us. Instagram. DM this us. Sounds, you sound so desperate. Do I? <laughs> like the, the yearning in your voice. Oh, it's really? not <laughs> that you're asking, but the, the way that you're saying like, and write us. <laughs> write to us. And you can, we have an, an email. You can also record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us and we will play it on the podcast. Or just do you. If you don't want to participate, don't participate. Except do rate us. <laughs> do rate and review. Thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, <laughs> and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. So thirsty. Or wherever you get. <laughs> it's dry in here. I'm always thirsty. Wherever you get your podcasts, it really helps us out. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. Oh, boy, do we. We might even read yours on the pod. We will. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. Could you put the suggested copy in the show notes so that people could copy and paste it? I don't know. I Why? may or I won't. Why? I'm glue and glitter on all social media. I'm line leader. Why wouldn't you do that? He's line leader on Twitter and Instagram, everyone. Uh, because that's too thirsty. Well, You're cares? saying I'm who thirsty? Cares? We're not looking for validation. We're looking for numbers. We're looking for volume. Is that what we're looking for? What are you looking for? I just like getting feedback. Otherwise, I feel like we're just recording and throwing it out into the void. You get feedback all week long from people who aren't leaving reviews. You just want fodder. Fodder? Fodder. For what? Fodder for what? The reviews. Oh, for that segment? No, we just want like, there's 100 reviews. There's 110 reviews. Also, Dave's offered a... (laughs)
play No Man's Sky and eat a whole bag of field roast mini corn dogs still stands. And we want to hear from you. I guess we already did that. Oh, but we didn't say our email address. So if you do want to write to us, you can email us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. We'll probably read your email right here on the podcast. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.